This program is community service and is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. Listeners having questions about their health should make an appointment to see their personal physician. Any opinions or statements made during the program are those of the individuals or physicians making the statements and are not the opinions or statements of the hospital. Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital proudly present another edition in their podcast series, Healthy Conversations. If you're trying to have a baby or just thinking about it, it's not too early to start getting ready for the pregnancy. And to give yourself the best chance for a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby, there's some important things you need to do before you head down the road to conception. Here with us to discuss is Dr. Christine Lapopolo, an OBGYN at Tenant Health Central Coast Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center. Dr. Lapopolo, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So I'd love to get started by just understanding why it is so important for women to create a preconception plan ahead of time of getting pregnant. Well, boy, we prepare for everything in life from, you know, getting our driver's license to our wedding. We plan that in detail. Why wouldn't we plan preparing, you know, for our most important thing in life, our children? Absolutely. And I imagine that, uh, you know, some of that is making sure that you're stress-free, that the environment is good. So maybe talk about some of the details around how women might prepare for pregnancy. Well, we always need to optimize our health in general when we're thinking about getting pregnant. So, you know, starting with a healthy diet and exercise, you want to be at a healthy weight. Um, You want to make sure, you know, you're eating all the food groups in balance and proportion. And then also, you know, looking back at some of maybe your not so good behaviors, stopping alcohol um, consumption in that those months before you get pregnant, or uh, you know, if you're a smoker, stop smoking. Those are all important things as you start thinking about getting pregnant. Not to mention, you want to get on a, a prenatal vitamin. Folic acid is important for developing the neural tube, and often. Um, the baby's whole um, neural tube or spinal column is completely formed before we've even missed our period. So we need to have these vitamins on before we even conceive. It's really good to hear this because I think so many women think that it's only after they get pregnant should they start uh, taking care of their bodies and potentially avoiding you know, cigarettes and alcohol. But what I'm hearing from you is it's so important to kind of create the best environment possible for that conception to happen. And if you do that, I imagine that it will happen faster. Is that right? Well, absolutely. You know, there's so many things that we've learned over the years in obstetrics about optimizing your pregnancy, but a lot of it starts ahead of time. And I think it's good to have an early appointment and get in with your doctor to review, you know, factors in your health history. You know, do you have thyroid issues? Um, Are you a diabetic? Your blood pressure? Review your medications. Lots of women are treated for anxiety these days. And can we continue on those medications or do they need to be changed um, just to optimize things? Yeah, you mentioned um, some of the pre-pregnancy issues to be aware of, like thyroid and, and diabetes. What are what are some other issues that women should potentially see their doctors about before they think about having a baby? Sure. Um, well, certainly uh, a lot of women are coming off of a birth control pill, and so backing it up a step, as you stop your birth control pill and get on a prenatal vitamin, what happens to your menstrual cycle so that we can talk about optimum timing and how how to conceive and when is it irregular if you haven't got pregnant within what period of time, which is actually about a year for most women unless you're um, getting over 35. 
But also these days, you know, we need to look at, are your immunizations up to date? You know, as we know, there's been these measles outbreaks. So some immunizations you can get when you're pregnant, such as um, the Tdap and, of course, the influenza vaccine. But there's other vaccinations that we may want to update you on, but then you need to have a time period before you conceive. And so that's another early thing you want to look at. Um, there's work exposures. A lot of women now work very atypical jobs and looking at how that could affect your pregnancy. And then, you know, lastly, um, there's lots of new things on the genetics forefront that are worth reviewing with your physician ahead of time. Can you talk a little bit about those genetic, um, I guess, improvements or just insights that we're able to see now before we conceive? Absolutely. There's lots of new testing that we'd like ideally in the perfect person to have the information before conception occurs. So both you and your partner can be healthy, normal, however, carry a recessive gene. So it's a non-active gene. But if both you and your husband or significant other pass that gene on uh, to the baby, they could actually have the disease. And so a lot of patients are now eligible and insurances will cover to some degree genetic testing to see if you're a carrier. And ACOG, our national society, recommends testing for certain um, genetic illnesses, cystic fibrosis. There's one called spinal muscular atrophy. Uh, fragile X is a mental retardation syndrome, as well as genetic anemias, to name just a few. And of course, you know, playing into this, what is your ethnicity? Um, are you African American? Are you Jewish? That may dictate other assessments. Although as a whole, we've now started doing panels of tests as our society becomes more complex genetically. We just screen everybody, usually starting with the mom, to see if they carry that a particular gene. And then we can go from there with testing the father. So I'm curious, you know, let's say you do a lot of the work to get your body prepared uh, to have a baby. If there are certain issues that arise or that are found, is there anything that can be done preemptively uh, to make your body safer to have a baby? Well, Certainly, if you're on certain medications, there are blood pressure medications, for instance, that aren't good for fetal development. So we'd want to switch over your blood pressure medication. If you're a diabetic, we want to make sure your hemoglobin A1C is under a 6. Um, if you carry one of those genetic uh, recessive genes, um, we obviously first want to test the dad. But then more importantly, if both you and your partner were at risk, you can be referred to a reproductive endocrinologist to talk about, well, how do we avoid having an affected child? So yes, just all the information that you have ahead of time, educate yourself, will help you make good choices along the way. I hope that answered your question. It certainly did. And I think it's like you said at the top of the episode, you know, we put so much effort and uh, research and care into most of the decisions that we make, most of the big decisions, especially. Um, and that's certainly no different than having a child. It also sounds like the advancements in technology and pre-screening with the genetics and everything like that uh, are really able to help you understand the state your body is in uh, before you conceive. Um, so Absolutely. thank you for all of that. And I'm, I'm kind of interested more in now getting your uh, mind mentally 
prepared as a woman before you conceive. You know, I think a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is around, you know, weaning off medication and birth control, et cetera. But mm. how do we get mentally ready? Oh, gosh, is anybody ever mentally ready? Um, knowing that it's a time of transition, uh, that there, every month is different than the next month, uh, making sure you have a provider that you feel you can openly communicate with, uh, that you're in, um, you know, a stable relationship or at least that you have good communication with your partner. Those will be things that will help you as the different ups and downs, the unexpected things that come along during pregnancy arrive. You know, it never helps to have somebody that you feel comfortable talking to. Um, that's where, you know, uh, birthing groups, getting together with other women, going through the same sort of things. For the vast majority of pregnant women, a lot of what we experience is normal. and It's just helpful to have somebody else reassure us, yeah, this is, this is normal, this is what's happening. And then you're like, okay, good, I can go about my day now. Absolutely. And so for a woman or for a couple that is considering uh, getting pregnant together, what I'm hearing from you is first and foremost, really start living that healthy lifestyle, start weaning yourself off of birth control. I think one of the things that you mentioned is that the normal time that you should give yourself is, I guess, a year to uh, to get pregnant and also to surround yourself with people that are doing this as well. So you know what's normal and what's not. Um, is there anything else that I missed? No, I can't think of anything right now. Great. So I actually have a question because my wife is actually pregnant and we are expecting our first in July, which we're very excited about. Well, congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. You know, when we had made the decision uh, to start trying, I felt a little bit, uh, I, I wouldn't say helpless, but I didn't know what to do, um, you know, in order to kind of like help her feel good about um, what her body state was in when we were trying. So I'd be interested in asking what a partner can do during the process of trying to conceive. During conception or just with early pregnancy? I don't know. It's kind of maybe a little bit different. Um, I think being an empathetic, uh, supportive partner is probably a really important, crucial step, you know, trying to join in those good behaviors, starting to exercise together, eating healthy diets, certainly, you know, reading through through a good um, pregnancy book. ACOG has a lot of good resource educational material um, in that regard also. Um, you know, listening to your wife, it's a time of hormones and hormonal changes and being there to reflect what she's saying and support her. It's probably the biggest step that a partner could do. I think that makes a ton of sense. I think that's something that I definitely had to adjust uh, to, you know, definitely all the different hormone changes. But even before <laughs> that, um, you know, making sure that you help her on that regimen of, you know, potentially staying more active, avoiding situations where there's just alcohol everywhere, or you kind of go into the tendencies of living a lifestyle that isn't conducive to a healthy pregnancy. So, Dr. Lapobolo, I really appreciate you educating us here today. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our audience before we sign off? Well, it's a fun, exciting time full of lots of of transitions and just embrace the moment. And if you're having stresses or struggles, talk to your provider. 
Yes, that is wonderful advice. So for everyone else listening, for a referral to a board-certified physician, please call the Tenant Health Central Coast Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital Physician Referral Line at 866-966-3680. My guest today has been Dr. Christine Lopopolo. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening.